Shemalechem Rabbatai, it is Gimel 7, day 47 of the Omer. The Mishnah Yomi continues in the 8th parak of Shvit at Mishnah Gimel. This should sound familiar. We've discussed the concept of doing business with Shemitah produce in the past. Ein mochrin perot Shvit. We do not sell produce of the 7th year. Lo b'mida, lo mishkel. Not by size measurement and not by weight. Velo b'minyan, and not by count. Velo te'enim b'minyan. Not even figs by count, by number. And you'd say, that might be odd. We just said we can't sell by number. But figs are usually sold by weight. Squish all the figs together and then weigh out how many figs, how much figs you need by weight. So even if you're selling them one at a time, you can't do that. Velo yarek b'mishkol. And not vegetables by weight. Now, vegetables usually sold by number. You'd sell one, two, three tomatoes, and not by weight. So if you sell them by weight, you might think that's a shinui, and that's a change, and that's not the normal way to sell them. But even so, we don't do so. We even don't sell vegetables in a bundle. It would be normal to, for instance, put a rubber band around a bunch of asparagus or a bunch of vegetables, something like this, and uh, sell them like that. You see that in the store sometimes. If you would normally bundle them at home, stick your vegetables together at home, then you could do so in the shuk. Like leeks and a milky flower, milky blossom. These things are always kept in a bundle, so having them in a bundle is not a big deal uh, to have it that way. The Bartonur explains that if you're selling them not in the normal way, it will be bizol. The person's not really going to make a profit off of this. And what's going on here, as we mentioned in the last parak, you can't pick perotshvi davka to sell them. You're picking them to take them home, and it turns out you picked too much, or you didn't need so many leeks, you didn't need so many uh, potatoes or whatever it was, and you have extra, you could go ahead and sell them and trade them. So even if you do so, you can't do it in the normal way. And the Bartner continues and he explains, If you if you don't do it, do business in the normal way, by weight or by number or in a bundle or whatever it is, then you remember that it has Kedusha Shvit, and you won't become to be a Zalzo, remember it has a Zaman beer, and you'll have it, treat it with Kedusha. So that was why we don't do it in the normal way. Mishnah Dalit HaOmer Lopal Someone says to a worker, Hey, loch iserzei, here take this coin, and gather some vegetables today. He's going to go out and gather shmita produce, and you're giving him in advance. You're giving him a coin. Scharo mutter. The earnings are mutter. Mutter in the sense they don't have kedusha shmita. We said before if somebody pays for shmita or trades for shmita, so the value of the exchange does have Kedusha, even if he exchanged four or five times, the last item has Kedusha Shemitah, and the first item never loses it. So here he's just kind of giving him an advance. Here, take this coin. It's it's basically called a Schar Tircha. So the Mepharshim, you're paying him for his exertion, for his work, his labor in picking and gathering vegetables from Hefker. You're not paying him for the actual foodstuff itself. The Kot Li Yarakayam. If you told him, Pick vegetables for me, bow in this, for this particular coin, for this $20 bill, scharo usser. So basically, he's, he has in mind, he's trading the vegetables he's going to pick for this advanced money. So that would be a problem. So you just say, hey, here's a coin, 
And uh, in that case, it's mutter because you're paying him just for his work. The Mishnah brings a similar case. Somebody took from the baker a loaf of bread that's worth a pundion. So it's a, it's a gishmaka piece of bread. And he says, He says, when I pick some vegetables, remember the vegetables in the seventh year are hefker. So he's going to go out and take some hefker, and he says, I'll bring it from you. So it sounds like he's telling the baker, I'm going to pay you back with vegetables. Mutter. So you could go ahead and give the baker these vegetables, even though they're shemitah. So here, he, he's just saying, yeah, when I go out and pick some, yeah, it'd be nice, I'll give you... And my friend would say he's, he's t- intending this as a gift. It's not a business deal, but the baker is kind of giving him a loaf of bread. It's the baker bakery down the street. He knows the guy. And he says, yeah, you know, when I go to the field, I'll give you a gift. So that's not a problem. But if he just took the loaf of bread from the baker, he didn't say anything. But there's the partner explains it's hakofa. He has a account, basically. He has credit at the store. He says it was normal. People knew each other. It was the Makolet down the street. It was the store on the corner, and everyone knew each other. So he sort of had a line of credit at the store, and he was keeping track. This baker's keeping track of how much you owe him. So if you just take a loaf of bread off the shelf, so the baker now knows you owe him money for that loaf of bread. So lo yishalom lo shemit. You can't pay him with the value of Shemitah, whether it's Shemitah produce or something you got in exchange for Shemitah produce with Kedusha. Shein porin chov shvit. You can't pay off a debt with money or produce of Shemitah. That's basically doing business, paying your debt. So actually, it's better to tell him, listen, I'll give you a gift, and he's giving you a gift too, and it's not a business deal. It's just friendly exchange of gifts. It's better to do that than to have a line of credit and then be paying back the debt.